Let loose with Vontae and Josh. Let loose with Vontae and Josh. Let loose with Vontae and Josh. Black with a question, but black? We're right. black? I was like, damn, is we light skinned? We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> What's been going on, Josh? How How's life? Yo, life has been. I know a lot has happened in a month. A lot has happened in a month. And there's a lot, you know what? We take off, we take off a month. You know, we had a hiatus. And we 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 had we to get our mental states together, you know. Uh we've done like what 23 episodes uh, in this season so far. Mm-hmm. And, and this shit can only go up from here. Honestly, <laughs> truly. Because here's the thing: the entire time while we was gone, y'all, me and Vante are like putting different topics and things in uh our our notes and shit. You know, we we trying to figure some shit out for y'all. So if you haven't already, all right, if you haven't already, okay, make sure you give us like five stars on whatever podcast app you listen on. Share it with your friends. Share it with the world. You know, that's we we trying to go up on this shit. All right, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my month has been crazy. Uh, I tried to take I tried to take off from everything and it it didn't really work. Uh, and I also went to Nebraska, like I told you guys I was gonna do. You good? I can't hear you at all. Yeah, so I went to Nebraska, like I told y'all I was gonna go. And uh, it was interesting. It, it, Nebraska. Nebraska. Now, <laughs> now, Vante, when you think of Nebraska, what are the first things that come to mind? I don't know why I think about horses and land. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Horses and land and fucking cornfields. I don't know why. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You're on to a key thing that I found out very quickly about Nebraska. Okay? What? Um, they call themselves the Corn Huskers. The Corn Huskers. They are very proud to be Corn Huskers. Uh, they even named their their like college state team the Corn Huskers. Yeah. Um, it it is very flat. No wonder like niggas be going to Oz and shit. Uh, in neighboring states. Um, it is, there's very much, it's like everything that you think about like middle of nowhere is in Nebraska. <laughs> like, <laughs> I will say I have never breathed cleaner air until I went to Nebraska. Hmm. Like, I like to think like since I air eh, like it's we in we in Ohio, so like it's fresh, but like 
Nah, as soon as I got off the plane, I said, (laughs) 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 brought me back to life. I said, oh shit. So this is what air is supposed to taste like. (laughs) And so I got there. Obviously, I went out there for a week, went out to see my friend Michael stationed out there. He's in the Air Force, Mm -hmm. Um, just bought a house. We went um, and we just, I mean, we chilled for the week. We were in Omaha. But he, of course, he lives on like the outskirts of Omaha, like right next to the the Air Force Base. So, but we still had a good time. It was also uh, a pride in in Nebraska. But mind you, it's July, and Pride Month is with June, so it made no sense. I said, "Oh, so y'all just late out here? Cool." I would have never thought the biggest gay club I've ever been to in my life would be in Omaha, Nebraska. <laughs> like, it was just baffling. I was like, what? <clears throat> anyway, so we let me tell you this quick story. So we went to this place. I almost went to Omaha in jail, or Nebraska in jail. I almost went to Nebraska in jail. They almost took me there, to the Cornhusker jail. Okay. First of all, we all know how Josh feels about white gays. All right. And as you can imagine, there was not many black folk around me other than my friend. Okay. <laughs> so we're in line, right? Mm-hmm. To get into the club. This club is huge. It's like four different floors, four different dance floors. Like bars everywhere, like craziness. Not like when I went to Pittsburgh. Huh? Thing is a gay club? Yes. Wow. I said, oh, this makes sense. Instead of multiple gay places, you have one main gay place (laughs) where all the gays in the state collectively come. Not, no part attended. Anyway, so we there, we're in line and like, you know, they got, it's pride and, but we definitely in Nebraska. So the police is out front posted to make sure, you know, ain't nothing, you know, crazy going on. So this man in front of me, you know, like when you get to a, like when you're in a line and like you get to a point where like somebody has to hold the door open. Yeah. Right. So this man in front of me, it's his turn to hold the door. Right. And in typical gay white man fashion, he grabs the door and goes, like with a limp wrist. He says, oh, it's so heavy. Right. Mind you, this man is like pushing 60. Right. And I'm just like, okay. And he's like, oh, it's so heavy. You, grab it, right? And so he pushes the door towards me. Mm-hmm. Now, had I not grabbed this door, it would have hit me in the face, Ooh. right? So I grab it before it can hit me in the face. I don't grab it because he told me to hold the door. Right. But my friend thinks I've grabbed it to hold the door. Right. And he's like, uh, you're not his slave. Don't hold that door open. <laughs> and I, I was like, I had to stop it from hitting me in the face. So 
him and this man get into it, right? Mm-hmm. And so at first, the man is like, he's nice. He's talking about me and right. you're mean, right? And then he like looks my he looks at my friend and obviously he's like, oh, he's very attractive. Uh, like looks him up and down. He's like, oh, oh my bad. I'm so, oh, you know what? I'm so sorry, right? Mind you, man starts slurring his words. He's definitely drunk, right? right? Been drinking all day. And it's going into the club. Yes, 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 yes. And I'm just like, I'm already like, I'm already annoyed. I'm like, mm, this probably isn't a good idea, right? And so, <laughs> Michael is just like, nah, bro. Like, <laughs> like, turn around. Like, go through the door. He's like, actually, no. Like. You guys go, you go, right? I was so rude, you go, right? And Michael is like, literally like, go to the little band, check your ID so you can go in, right? This man puts his hands on me, grabs me by my arms uh-huh. and tries to pull me in front of him. Right. And I said, now Cracker, what we not gonna do Today, what we're not going to do today is touch me. All right. Right. And so I like pulled my wrist away from him. Right. Mm-hmm. He decides to touch me again. All I can say is, I said, "Bitch, don't touch me." And my foot may or may not have fully kicked this man in the hip. (laughs) Mind you, he's pushing 60 years old. So he flew over the little velvet rope. Right? And the police are right there. Right. I was like, damn, I done fully assaulted this man. They are going to take my black ass to jail. Mm Nah, they they just didn't let him in. They were like, nah, you can't come in. You're too drunk. So, rest of the time, I had a great time. Uh, Omaha, white gays, y'all are terrible. However, I I still had a great time. (laughs) Um, Other than that, like, went to the Air Force Base, went to the Air Force Museum, um, got to see the birthplace of Malcolm X, which was pretty cool. Um, yeah, uh, Omar, I don't suggest it for anybody. <laughs> Not at all. Even it, so, how was the club other than other than that though? Was the club nice? I mean, it had four. It was. Floors. It was. It was nice. It was not. It was the nicest gay club I've ever been in, and that's saying something. And it ain't never. It, it ain't nothing like that one. One that was. No, it's. <laughs> it's not like Pittsburgh. When I, <laughs> When I went to that bathhouse, I said, what is going on? <laughs> I was like, why are niggas just in towels? Like, what? <laughs> I was like, is this a toga party? Like, what the fuck is happening? Like, it was just, it, it was crazy. But yeah, Omar, they they did it. They did it big. And like, I'm talking like glitter being shot out from like cannons. <laughs> 
I'm talking like rave type music. Like I was just like, where am I? Right. But the crazy thing about it is, is like a different dance floor had a different vibe. Right. So one dance floor would be like that rave energy. Right. And another dance floor might be some old school music. Right. Another dance floor might be like R&B divas type music. And it was just, it was, I was like, ah, interesting. Yeah, I was like, okay, interesting. But again, when you ain't got nowhere to go, <laughs> I guess you, you just go to the, to the place. I think it was literally called the place or like the box. Something like that. <laughs> like Roddy Rich. I'm not gooping a lot. That's what I said. I'm in the box. I said, uh huh. All right. Yep. So that was Nebraska. Also, uh, my first time flying by myself. And that was a, a experience. I feel. Oh, like going through the process. Okay. Yeah. Like I've always flown with like family or like somebody else. Right. Mm -hmm. But that was my first time flying by myself. I'm proud of myself for like being able to like navigate it and everything. I was nervous as hell. I think that was the biggest part that I was nervous about was just like making sure that I got to where the fuck I was supposed to be at whatever fucking time. But uh, yeah, the rest of my July after that was pretty, pretty low key. Um, worked even though I wasn't supposed to be working. And, yeah, that's pretty much it. Glad you had a good time on Omaha. Let me tell you about my motherfucking time in Cincinnati. <laughs> okay. So my job, if you don't know, if you don't remember, it's been a while. My job, I think the last time we did a podcast, my job was still out of power, I think. Yeah, yeah. So we back in power, guys. Been back like a month and some change. So after all the fuckery, they fixing everything they gotta fix. Everybody's life is life at my job is back to normal for the people who live there. They decide to throw us a thank you party for basically putting up with their shit. A thank you party. A thank you party. A thank you. <laughs> we gotta thank. I would have. I would have got y'all a card that says. Thank you, motherfuckers, for turning the fucking lights back on after weeks of being in the dark. <laughs> right. So they have big ass like post-it cards for people with pens so people can write, you know, sign, make a note or whatever the fuck. All on the lobby. It was like three big ass ones, like poster board. So the first fucking thing that was pissing me off was the fucking party was at four o'clock. On my last day of the week to work. Uh, why? <laughs> right. Mind you, I damn near gotta go because I'm a fucking supervisor now. Right. Fuck. It's kind of unprofessional if I don't fucking go. And everybody, Devontae, you gotta be there tonight? Like, fuck. I'm gonna be there. But the fucked up part was. None of the fucking valets came. The only valet came that wasn't working because it was two working. So technically they don't count, but they count was my brother. <laughs> I can't. So, so they get up there. Mind you, it's about 
don't know, about 56, 70 people in this fucking lobby. Now, the lobby, hot than a motherfucker, full of Caucasian old diapers everywhere. So, like, which is cool. So I get off work. Is it? I mean, you know, it's whatever. So I'm like, fuck. I go in there. They got punch and shit. They got all the, all kind of food and shit. It was cool. It was nice, you know. I walk in there. They're like, oh, everybody come up to me. Thank you, Devontae. Thank you. All the bullshit. I'm like, you know, you're welcome. I don't know what the fuck to say. Like, I didn't do shit. The general manager had to make all the calls. I just did my fucking job, but whatever. So right. it was like, oh, go get you something to eat. Don't just talk to us. Get something to eat. This is for you guys. So I go get some. I look at the food. The food looks good, but it's a bunch of old ass white people. Mm-hmm. And no offense to my white people that listen, if they do. But you know, a lot of y'all don't be washing y'all hands. Yes. All, all the offense, nasty. <laughs> and especially That's the, the name old. of the episode. All the offense. All the offense. Right. <laughs> especially the old ones. So somehow I stereotype myself because out of all the food, I had decided to eat three slices of watermelon. <laughs> oh, Vontae. <laughs> hey, hey, it must have been a racist ass day. Cause let me tell you, not only did I eat watermelon, watermelon was busting. They sliced that shit into like triangle squares, the thin slice. I was like, oh, I ain't never seen watermelon slice like this. You know, niggas slice it in cubes or long ass strips. Right, right. So they do that. And then guess what kind of t- a fucking drink they were serving? They had some more racism to it. Snapple. I, man, I hate it here. <laughs> so they put the snapple. They they using the snapple drink, which I I I'm not gonna say they racist for that because you know they oh they don't fucking know the snapple, but they probably do. But they ain't give a fuck. But so they was all happy because they was like, oh my god. They, I guess they ain't never had snapple mixed with pop with some fruit on top because that what they was like. Oh, this is so good. It's so fancy. I'm like y'all motherfuckers. What the fuck do y'all reunions be like? This ain't they shit. <laughs> Monte, you gotta, you gotta know they don't leave this building for real. <laughs> yeah, but they get a whole lot of freaking work. So no, not worse. They ain't had no fucking stage for like the person who was presenting or whatever the fuck she was doing. She gets on there, so they, her and her husband, bring down like. Have you ever been to the gym, the things that people do, like, up-downs on, like, the stairs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The little little lift thing, they like boards or whatever. So they pile three of them, they put two, and then one on top of that one so it can make, like, she'll be a little taller. Mm -hmm. Most of the people, she was like, hey, 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 hey. Everybody named Mom Talk, can't nobody hear her. So everybody, hey, 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 hey. Shh, shh. All that's going around. Hey, we want to thank the staff because they have served us. We don't need to thank them for serving us because they've been, they, we live a particular lifestyle and they do the things and help us do the things that we don't normally do. I'm like, cool. So 
They start. <laughs> I'm like sitting on the edge of my seat. I'm like, okay. So they got like, I'm sitting in, now I'm in the front eat my motherfucking watermelon. Line. I'm like, fuck. You just, but mind you, it's hot in that bitch because so many people crammed in this fucking little ass room. Yes, you showed me a video. Oh, I'm sweating bullets. <laughs> I'm talking about, I was running through napkins at the front. I was like, oh, these napkins too thick. Bitch, hurry up. So, <laughs> so she was like, we're going to start the ceremony of everything. We're going to start. So they start. And it was like, we're going to have, I'm just going to make up some names. Ceremony? Yeah, whatever the fuck it was. Oh my God. We're going to have Miss Rebecca come up here. I'm making okay. up names. We're going to have Miss Rebecca come up here and she has a poem. I said, a, a poem. poem? A poem, Josh. I said, what the fuck? She was oh, like, no. <laughs> I'm sitting in the front like, what the fuck is we doing? So, <laughs> okay. So she was like, what? It was a real dark night. And the tower wasn't bright. I was like, what the fuck? Hold on, keep going. <laughs> it was a bunch of bullshit. It's like, it broke my heart. <laughs> it was a poem about the power beat out. I swear to God. She's like, it broke my heart to wake up and realize we were stuck in the dark. I said, oh. And I call myself a wordsmith. Bro, I'm telling you, I was sitting there weak in the front. It's <laughs> going What the fuck is going on? Then she finished her poem. Then it was like, we're going to call Jesse up here. Jesse. Right. Jesse up here. What the spirit is. Jesse got another poem. I said, what? Jesse. Wow. Going we, on? we got, we got, we got a. We got residents with uh, who have, should start a poetry club. <laughs> Motherfuckers put their pain in poems. Yeah, it was a hard three weeks. Mm. I felt like a slave. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh my god! <laughs> I say that, but I, that's how they was acting. That's how they was acting because they was like, you know, guys, we take for granted. We live in one of the best buildings in the city. We're the only building that has staff that's been around for years and years and that help us with all kind of things. So then they start going, because I knew it was going to be some money involved there at my black ass concert. Ooh, they're going to pass us some money. Cool. So mm -hmm. they like, they got some power envelopes. I was like, cha-ching, cha-ching. I, 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 I hit my brother with the elbow like, <laughs> I told you there's going to be some money in this bitch. <laughs> So, because I made, while she was doing her poem, I made it through the first one, but the second one, I was like, I put my prayer finger up and I walked to the back because it was so hot. Because I was like, why the fuck is all the staff in the back? And I went back there and I was like, it's cool back here. No wonder everybody back here. And mind you, the guy who took over my spot, his name, Nate, he fucking, <laughs> he at the desk. I said, Nate, I, I can stand here, you know, you go get you something. Something to drink. He's like, uh-uh. Uh, and they having a full-fledged panic attack at this. He was like, everybody's going to catch COVID. It's a COVID fest in there. I have to wear my mask. I have to wear my mask. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. I was like, okay, what the fuck? Oh, my God. They going through it at the desk. Fuck. 
tremble it. I said, bro, I said, well, I could grab you something to drink if you don't feel safe. He was like, nah, man, nah, man, I'm fine. Everybody was like, come on, man. He was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go in there. I'm not going in there, Devontae. So <laughs> I go to the back. They was like, we're going to start with the valets. So they was like, Danny? Oh, Danny? Mind you, the, the valets aren't there. They don't know that. They thinking they there and they just ain't seen them. TJ? Where are all the valets? I was in the back. <laughs> I was in the back dying. So they finally called the valets that were there. And as you walking up through all these fucking people, they 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 applaud you. You feel like you won a fucking Oscar or some shit. Mm-hmm. So it was great. You know, it was a nice feeling. And like when it was my turn, they erupted for me. I was like, yes, that's so great. Yeah. Like, super. That's the super. Right. Even though the motherfuckers thought I couldn't do it, bitches. Wow. But yeah, so opened up the envelope when we got in the car, respectfully. Because after they handed out the checks, I was at whatever the fuck was up. After they handed out the envelopes, I didn't know what was in there. I assumed it was a check. So I get in the car. Me and my brother, we going downstairs. So I parked in the garage because I don't park my car outside because fuck that. So we go in the garage, he opened this shit, he got $50. I said, oh shit, $50 bill. I said, that's that shit. Okay, okay. So I'm thinking shit. Oh, I got to have about 200 in this motherfucker. I open mine, it's a $50 bill for me. It's oh. a $50 for everybody. It don't matter who the who you are. Everybody got $50. I was like, yeah. okay, you know, beggars can't be choosing. You know, I stayed an extra hour for work. If they're going to give me a 50, fuck it, I'll take it. So right. I'm thinking maybe it's a check involved because it was a piece of paper in there. The fucking piece of paper was saying thank you and had the two poems that the bitches read. I said... <laughs> wait, wait. Do you Did you keep the poem? Did you keep the poem? No, I threw that shit away. No, you should have kept the poem so you can read it on my the brother, My brother might... My brother might get it. Let me see. I was, I'll text him while we're doing the podcast. See if you can send me a picture of it so I can read it verbatim. Yes, we need to hear the poems. Right. So, I mean, that was it. It was cool. It was just hello. It was low key. I mean, I think it was a waste of fucking time because honestly, there was a lot of people like, none of the valets came. I was like, why the fuck would people come on a fucking off day to a thank you party? Why? Why did y'all think 21 year old college kids gonna get? You don't know where these motherfuckers live. You think motherfuckers about to drive far for y'all to just say, Thank you. No. <laughs> Thank you. I, I was like, who gives a fuck? I was <laughs> like, I mean, the gesture is nice. We appreciate it, but it's just like, technically, we just did our fucking job. Right. I was like, bitch, remember me around Christmas time. But the, you know, I think it, it's still nice, you know, for them to be like, you know, thank y'all. I mean, and I'm, I, I bet a lot of them... Uh, a lot of them wasn't so nice during that time either. So, you know, hey, what, what can you do? Right. All right. So, outside of what we did, there was plenty, plenty, plenty of news and things that happened while we were away in July. 
So let's go ahead and jump into some of those things. And then like, I guess over the next couple of episodes, we'll jump into a lot of topics that we miss. <laughs> All right. So I guess the first one, you know, you talked about a waste of time. Um, and I just think this is a big waste of time. Brittany Grinder, uh, for those of you who, who are living under a rock, obviously is being detained in Russia, right? Uh, she had like a weed pen or something like that. Um, and obviously Russia's at war right now. So it's high stakes. Um, Brittany pled guilty to whatever the, 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 the crime that she was being accused of was. Um, and she's been sentenced to nine years in prison uh, in Russia. However, uh, you know, the Free Britney movement has been on the rise um, here in the United States and, of course, around the world. But little to no, um, no movement in terms of when Britney will come back to the United States. Um, the... What I would say is these things are always messy. You know, whether or not you blame Britney for what happened, it doesn't matter. This is still somebody who, who who's being detained unjustly, right? Um, in a country that is not her own. Um, and it's being used because she's such a high profile person, you know, in Russia's standards, right? Um, so right now, the the possible deal on the table is that they'll, Russia will offer a trade. They'll trade Britney for uh, you know possibly one of one of the not good Russian dudes that we got in jail over here. Right. So that's been spitballed around. Who knows what what the government will do, but I just pray they do something soon so that she can come on back. I think it is. I think obviously we don't want like a mega ultra terrorist going over there. But here's my thing: if they go over there, what are they really going? What are they really going to do? You know, um, but just you know, bring Brittany home, y'all. That's that's all I got to say about. It. Yeah, bring her home. I mean, people like were just like nine fucking years for a weed pen. I said she didn't do nine here. She's doing nine in Russia. Yes. I'm like, that shit is serious over there, y'all. Over here, that don't mean shit. You could do whatever the fuck you want to do over here with dumb shit. I said over there. Unfortunately, she made a dumbass mistake, mm-hmm. and you know it's. She got to learn a hard-ass lesson right now. I said, I, like I put on Facebook, I said, I don't believe she's going to probably do maybe more than another month. I feel like they'll go get her or do the trade for her. I said, but, um, I mean, I was like, I feel bad for her. I said, but a lot of people are just like, you know, she don't deserve it. I said, but she did do the shit. I said, at the same time, she did do it. 
is it is it excessive yes but it's excessive in america mm-hmm. he wasn't in america right i was like so we're in russia and you already know what time you know what time they own just in general she already had three strikes against her hmm. you black yeah you american yeah and you a lesbian why the fuck would you be doing anything? But at the end of the day, she human like we all human. She, yeah. We all make mistakes. So, I mean, you know, some mistakes, you, she got to deal with the consequences. This now, I pray, we all pray that nobody don't want her to do fucking nine years, especially in fucking Russia. We don't know what the prison's like. And if they anything like all stranger things, fuck that. Okay? So... <laughs> Um, we praying for Brittany. We want her to come home. You know what I mean? I, you know, and I, I also think, and I, I think when we brought this up, I, I, we said it last time, you know, a lot of the reasons why, you know, athletes go overseas, right, and primarily female athletes go overseas is because, you know, they try to get, they try to fill in the pay gap between their male counterparts. So, uh, NBA, if you're listening, uh, you know, it's tough. Not NBA, WNBA. Well, both. If you're listening, and if you're listening, it's time to start reconsidering some things. Well, you know, with that though, like I understand that because a lot of people say that, like, how can the men get paid this and the women not? Have y'all niggas seen the WNBA game? Because a lot of people talk all that shit. Watch a WNBA game and watch an NBA game. Trust you me. That is a real difference. It is a bunch of layups in the WNBA. It is a bunch of layups. Wow, miss layups. But does it necessarily matter because they play in the same sport? Yeah. I mean, there's not a whole lot of... But it's in, a, my, in my understanding, but you, you're more of a basketball head than me. But in my understanding... Between women's basketball and men's basketball, there's not really that many different rules, right? Nope. It's not the rules. It's the style of play. WNBA is more fundamental because they're women. They're smaller. They're they're not as strong as men. You got to think, how many women in the WNBA can actually dunk? Maybe like five. Maybe like five. The rest of them girls are like fucking five, eight. Five, like 5'10 is tall in the WNBA. That's what people don't understand. 5'10 is tall in the WNBA. Okay. 5'10 in, in the NBA, you're you're damn near a little person. So you got to think, you're not going to, when they get wide open, a fast break is going to be a fucking layup. You ne- Nine times out of 10, you're never going to see a dunk. The only, you know who could dunk? Brittany Griner. Hmm. Her and like two other motherfuckers. So that is one part about it. The excitement. When they get open, nigga, to be real, most people don't want to see a bunch of fucking layups. It's it's not that the, the WNBA games are fun, yes, but they also is fewer teams, fewer games. Like you can fucking blink. I swear, if you watch the WNBA. WNBA, you can blink and there'll be a fucking all-star break. You're like, damn, didn't they just fucking start? Mm. And then you got to think. A lot of people, oh, the NBA should do something. How's America ran? America is ran on supply and demand. 
they are not in demand. If you watch a WNBA game, that's a lot of fucking empty seats. A lot of empty seats. The same can be said for like a lot of fucking uh, uh, teams. Yeah, that's true. But the thing is this. Unfortunately, I know the women don't want to do this. But y'all going to have to sexy this shit up. Nah, nah, nah. No, we're not going there. <laughs> we, that's good. The only other plan I ever had about that, if they, I'm not saying they, it got to be like lingerie basketball. We're not going that far. But I'm saying, like, the only other plan I said is have maybe they can make more money if they package deal the NBA games. Like, you know, when you go see the fucking Indiana Pacers, before that, the WNBA plays at like three o'clock. And then right after that, you just sit there, wait an hour or whatever the fuck it changed for them to change the court, mm-hmm. and then the W and then the NBA game starts. Because that would be the only way you could put them asses in the seats. Because I mean, the NBA players show up to games; so they, just, they wear the uniform. Yeah, that's okay. what I. That's the only thing I could see that can work to put asses in seats. Because okay. everybody be shouting, "Oh, the WNBA need to get paid." But like motherfucker, where was the last WNBA game you let alone watch but went to? Mm-hmm. I was like, let's be real. If a motherfucker say I want to go to a game, what's the chances that they're gonna say they want to go to a WNBA game? Slim to none. And I was like, so until it's gotta be some type of excitement in the league. When Brittany Griner first got in the league, everybody knows she was exciting because she was fucking six eight, six nine, she could dunk. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody couldn't wait to see her get her little first little dunk. Even though it wasn't the first dunk of the WNBA, but, you know, it was this girl tall and she can, like, dunk on a consistent basis. So that was rare. So, I mean, the WNBA got a long way to go. I mean, they came far, but unfortunately, they're going to always be playing overseas for a long time to come unless, (sighs) to be honest with you, the only option they really other have that's to lower the fucking realm. Mm. But they don't want to do that because they're going to be like, we want to play like the men play, but the men can dunk. And unfortunately, dunking changes the game. <laughs> Let's just say it like this. WNBA is tag football, and NBA is NFL. Okay. A motherfucker always going to want to see somebody get smacked more than somebody pull a tag. I'm not trying to be offensive. I like WNBA basketball. Do I watch it all the time? Hell no. But do I catch it when I can? If I get bored enough, sometimes I watch. Or sometimes you got to catch their games at like close to the end when it start to really get good. Because it do be good. And then, you know, it's a bunch of women. So, shit, you know, sometimes bitches get to scrap it every now and then. So, I mean, yeah, that's my take on it. I really, I hope. I believe they're going to bring Brittany home. I really do, for her sake. But I don't know. I feel like Brittany, Brittany must have fucked somebody over because this is a hell of a karma, bro. I don't know what she did, <laughs> but I swear, this got to be some type of karma because ain't no way, bro. Because if they would have found that pen, I would have ate that motherfucker right in front of her. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what All <is> right. <laughs> well, Here's what I'm going to say. I respectfully disagree. 
but like I, I think now like hearing some of the like some of the things I agree with a few like of the technical things that you're talking about, but I still feel like they should get paid the same. I don't like I I see I see your points, but I just it, you're not gonna be able to convince me. I think that they shouldn't be paid the same. Um, especially if like a Britney Griner. And this is a bold statement, but I'm just, I mean, because I don't know. But like if a Britney Griner is performing at the top of the women's league, right? And should she be compared to like, you know, maybe like a, a Steph Curry, a James Harden, a, a LeBron James? I don't know, right? But but if she's the if she's the top of her her field, you know, pay pay her, pay her just like her peers is what yeah. I I was kind of mad about them bringing LeBron into that. I didn't like that shit. Because I was like, I understand. I didn't, I didn't see what you're talking about. What are you talking about? But you didn't see that they were basically saying, oh, if it was LeBron, they would have been over there. If it was LeBron, I'm like, why the fuck y'all going to bring LeBron into that shit? Like, he can't fucking help who the fuck he is. And who's to say they would have went to go get his black ass? He's still black. But I do agree with the idea that had this been a male player of the same status, not just LeBron. No, they shouldn't be using LeBron as an example, right? But had it been a male player of the same status, I do feel like the process would have been faster. I think what it would have been faster, what the correct comparison it should have been of had it have been Sue fucking Bird over that bitch, Sue Bird is a white player that everybody knows. Mm. They would have went and got her ass. She also a lesbian, but she white. So I feel like that was the correct comparison that they should have fucking used. White. Yeah. Ah. Fucking name Sue. All right. <laughs> I mean, you guys tell us what you think, right? You guys tell us what you think. If you listen to this episode, we definitely gonna have to take that one part out. But if you listen to this episode and you know you feel one way or the other, let us know. You know, and we'll talk about it. Email us at let it loose podcast at gmail.com. Period. Put it in early. <laughs> All right, next topic. So did you see the video of Kalani? in the Starbucks line being terrorized by Christian Walker. Yeah, I seen it. I honestly didn't know who the fuck he was. <laughs> I thought he was just, like, I didn't know who he was until that shit came out and basically his name was associated with her. So I, like, basically, like, somehow got to his page. And at yeah. first it was a little funny, but then I was like, what the fuck is going on? But you go ahead and go ahead, because I don't know what the fuck. But you go ahead. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go ahead and go ahead. So, uh, basically, if you don't know who Christian Walker is, Christian Walker is Herschel Walker's son. Okay, Herschel Walker, I believe, is like a preacher slash politician. He's like basically an Uncle Tom ass motherfucker, right? Uh, that's in the most simplest of terms. That's what he is. I mean, like, dude doesn't believe in, in like basic science, doesn't believe in a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, 
like thinks like all kinds of rights should be rolled back for people. It's just crazy. And uh, he was like, racism doesn't exist in America. Huh? huh? What? He was like, yeah, like he's made statements like that, right? Perfect. Yes. And his son, Christian, is like 10 times worse. Like he's like Herschel if you gave him social media, right? <laughs> so um, Christian, uh, you know, he claims he's not gay, but he is uh, very much so uh, flamboyant. Um, he can be keep being in denial all the fuck he wants to. Again, I'm not going to judge. I'm, I'm not going to judge. Very, I'm very much flamboyant. And um, or he yeah. just does that, or he just does that shit for Instagram, because you know a lot of motherfuckers, mm-hmm. people do a lot of crazy shit just to be famous. Oh, we gonna have to, we gonna, that's gonna have to be a topic for another day. That's gonna have to be a topic for another day. Um, write that in the notes because you you're on to something. Um, <laughs> however, uh, Christian. And it just so happens to be at the Starbucks, um, in the Starbucks line right behind Kaylani. Uh, Kaylani is uh, just so happens to be on the phone with her therapist, <laughs> and is like doing like a virtual like therapy session, right? Mm-hmm. And she warns the. She hears Christian like with the video, like with his camera going off about all the like pride flags in the Starbucks window, right? <laughs> Funny. Uh, starts going off about all the pride flags, you know, in the window. And Kaylani, you know, she comes to the Starbucks often. This is her local Starbucks or whatever. And she knows that there are queer people who work at the Starbucks, right? So she warns the people at the window, hey, just so you know, that asshole kid, you know, who'll be on social media going off, he behind me and, you know, just don't let him bother you or some shit like that, right? To which Christian got out of his car mm-hmm. and went up to K-Line and recorded her talking about how uh, she shouldn't be talking, telling baristas that he's an asshole and that she's the asshole and that he's allowed to have an opinion and blah, 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 right? And meanwhile, the memes that have come out of this thing, because Kaylani just sat there <laughs> looking at him with her head tilted like he was crazy, right? Mind you, she is on... <laughs> She is on the phone with her therapist, right? <laughs> and like she's like, my therapist was on the on the phone telling me not to wild out. Right? Right. Now, mind you, if you follow Kaylani, she'd be on that woo-woo shit. <laughs> you know, meditating and, and and bathing in rivers and shit. Um you know, she don't found some peace, all right? 
so I was just like, wow, <laughs> therapy does work because you could tell she was sitting there like, bitch, I will get out of here and fuck you up. But you lucky <laughs> that I've been delivered from that. Hallelujah. Um, so the internet just went crazy with this. Uh, Trey Melvin did like a, a spoof of it, like if she would have got out the car. <laughs> <laughs> I had to fight him. It's just, it's been wild. So, uh, yeah. And people have been like coming for Christian Walker. And Christian has like released several different videos clapping back at Kaylani, just like uh, saying that she's like a social media terrorist because um, she, I don't know, because she warned these baristas about him. Nigga, shut the fuck up. It, right. Basically. So that's that story. That's really what it is. But I just think, like you said, it's attention seeking. You know? Because I feel like he would have never did that to like the average person. I think he recognized that that was Kalani. He was like, oh, a light bulb went off. Oh, mm -hmm. shit. Attached to her name, I'm about to go up because this shit definitely going to hit the shade room. Because, I mean, let's be a lot of motherfuckers ain't know who he was. Right. I didn't. Not saying that he wasn't famous, but I'm like, you discover new motherfuckers every day. Mm -hmm. So, well, I mean, I feel like it get it did what it was supposed to do. But, I mean, shit, what was it? Like a two-day story at that? Yeah. So, it's just like, I mean. I just found it funny because had it been me, I would have got out the car. Josh would have kicked him like that old man. <laughs> let's move on let's move on let's move on wow this episode is very lgbt friendly because we are moving into one of my favorite topics beyonce all right she can't take my soul break my soul break my soul she can't anyway so Beyonce has released her seventh studio album, uh, Act One Renaissance, um, which is a disco dance, um, a disco dance pop album, right? Uh, very much inspired by ballroom culture, Vogue culture. Um, very much for the girls, gays, and days. Very, very different for Beyonce. Yeah. Um, she's never really like done a whole dance album. Mm -hmm. All the songs on the album flow into one another. It's literally supposed to be played at the club. Like you could go to the club, like, and hit play on this album and dance straight through. Right. That is exactly what I did the night that this album came out. Uh, I went out with my friends, we went to the gay club, and literally we played the entire album straight through and danced the entire night. I've never, I've never had an album experience like that. I thoroughly enjoyed the album. I'm, this album still has a chokehold on me. Um, but that's because I've always been a Beyonce fan. Um, 
but I can see how this album is not necessarily for everybody. And it should be noted that this album, like being rooted in ballroom culture, being rooted in dance music, like pays homage to those early, like disco, um, like that early disco sound, um, especially the black female pioneers of that genre. Um, and is dedicated to her uncle Johnny, who unfortunately died of HIV. Um, and in her words, was the most fabulous gay man she had ever known. So, yeah, I mean the album. The I I, I really like the album. What do you think? Have you heard the album? Heard it. Yeah, I actually heard it that night that it came out. Cause I happened to be up on some late shit, and I was like, "What the fuck?" I was like, "I just seen a bunch of you know people posting." Beyonce, I was like, oh, that shit do come out. So I'm playing 2K and I was listening to it. I was just to all the song. I liked it. I mean, I liked it. I didn't, you know, I feel like, but every nigga love Beyonce. Like, you gotta be a hateful ass nigga not like Beyonce. I, I mean, it was different for Beyonce, but I was like, if I could see anybody just doing this shit, it could be her. You know, basically, she did. I don't know if she copied Drake or Drake copied her. Because I feel like they both just went totally left field on our ass. We like, yeah. we went from, I've been drinking, now nah, that you won't break myself. <laughs> Wait a minute. You was about to cut a nigga on the last album? But that's, you got the right to be happy. We fucks with that. We fucks with you being happy, Beyonce. I mean, I mean it was great marketing because I'm like, Bro, that shit gonna be playing in a club forever. We just wait till whatever some major movie gonna have one of those damn songs in it before you know it. So I mean, yeah. I like the album. I think it's I'll give it, you know, a 10 out of 10. I think I I think I would also give it a 10 out of 10. And on top of that, it's like we know that this is she said it's one out of three albums. We don't know if the other two albums are gonna sound like this. Right. However, I predict, this is my prediction, mm -hmm. that this might be like like this era, like these three albums. Uh the next two albums might be the last Beyonce albums that we actually get. I think after that she'll kind of take a step back from from you know being in a, a stardom role of like a like a recording artist and actually be more of like a mentor, step into the mentor space. Yeah, because to the Baileys. Right. Because she got Chloe and Holly, but like, I think she would want to like step back and, and do that. Because if you think about it, I mean, Beyonce is pushing 40. Right. And right. she got little, little kids. And I mean, I feel like she low-key had her kids at, like, the right time. Mm -hmm. She's not touring and shit. She released this music. She about to make a shit ton of money off that. She might be busy for a fucking couple months. Hell, maybe a year. But, I mean, after that, I feel like she could sit back and relax. Because Beyonce, let's be honest, she timeless. She don't, she can do, she's one of the very few artists that could just pop up, disappear, and you know, we still be itching like dope things. Like, where the fuck is Beyonce coming out? Beyonce <laughs> is basically 
the Grand Theft Auto of of fucking <laughs> music. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Basically, that's I mean, if you want to think about it, she's Grand Theft Auto. And over and over until the new game come out. Then the new game come out, and you be playing that shit for ten years, over and over and over. She's basically GTA. That is possibly the most straight explanation for Beyonce that I've ever heard. It is hilarious to me, and I totally get it because niggas are like addicted to So, I mean, how could you not love Beyonce? So, I mean, you know, I'm happy for, you know, you know, I don't, I, I hope she don't retire. But if she do, I understand. I feel like it'll be a short-term retirement. I mean, I don't, I mean. So? I just don't, I don't see Beyonce at like 50, 60. Nah, she can't do Singing that. drunk in love. Beyonce need to be coming out like Mariah Carey. Shit, come around around the holidays or whatever the fuck, or pop do pop your shit on some summertime shit, or just in case you gotta remind these young bitches that fuck around, get too cocky, be like Beyonce, she old new, old bitch, hit it, like you know. And how many how many songs reference Beyonce, right? Just off rip. But you can't be a singer and not acknowledge Beyonce. So I mean. I mean, she didn't want the biggest to ever do it. I mean, push come to shove, her last, last thing she could ever fucking do is have a residency. Ooh, that would be nice. I think I would think that would be a nice residency. That's nice. Like Usher's doing I'll be a whole hotel just for her fucking self. Yeah. Cause you can't share the fucking stage with her. At all. <laughs> Like, bro, I would, can't nobody do no verses with her. She's literally unversable. She gonna do a verses against herself. Basically. But like, okay, I'm gonna do the verses with the sad Beyonce and the happy Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> Before the lemonade and now versus the Sprite. I'm screaming. Yeah. All right. So, Vante, I just wanted to, to, to end the episode. I have a challenge for you. Uh, that I actually did on TikTok, okay, and it's the letter challenge. Have you have you seen these letter challenges where the letters like appear random on your head, and it's like, let's say you get a, a T, right, for example, and then you have sixty seconds, right, to go through in each category, and it might be like country, uh-huh. right? and you gotta you gotta name country city, state, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Okay. So we're gonna do a live version of that. Okay. Right? Cause I just want to see how quick witted you are. All so right. When you get a letter, like if you say the country, I have to and then with C, I have to be like Croatia and shit like that. Yes. I have to just keep naming countries. Well no. I would I will once you get one right, I'll give you the next category. Oh okay. So, okay. For example, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten categories. Okay. Okay. And they are country, city, animal, body part, job, brand, famous person, clothing, like an article of clothing, right. chemical elements, okay, and sport. Okay. 
Okay. So first off, I'm not gonna give you the letter O because there's only one country that starts with O. I had to learn that the hard way because I kept sitting there like, oh, oh. And then I had to look it up. I was like, there's a country called Omen. But that's the only country in the world with that starts with the letter O. All right. All right. So I am going to get this ready for you. All right. Ready? Your letter is W. Country. Country, the W, the country that starts with the W. Country starts with the W. Country. I might already lost. What country? <laughs> what said, country start with the W? What country start with the letter? Right, we'll, 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 we'll give you. We'll give you a different. One. We'll give you a different. One. Ready? We'll give you a different letter. An, an easier letter. Okay. I said Wakanda too. <laughs> what? What she said? Wally, is that a drive? Okay, ready. Your letter is L. All right, L. Country. Country. Lebanon. Lebanon. Yes. City. Lexington. Lexington. Wow, Catrice, this is not for you. Animal. I am a terrible. Okay, what did you say? Animal. Lion. Okay, body part. Body part. Lungs. Legs. Okay, job. Labor. Much labor. Okay, brand. Lo Lobos. Le Lobos. Lexington. Okay. Lobos is famous LeBron. person. Uh, Larry Hoover. Okay. <laughs> Clothing. What? Clothing. Uh, Clothing. Uh, uh, Leggings. Leggings. Okay. Chemical element. Lithium. <laughs> yes. <laughs> sport. Uh, sport. Uh, um. Long shot. No. Sport with the L. What the fuck? Sport starts with an L. Like. Ten seconds. Ten. Nine. Eight. Seven. Long jump. Six. That's a sport. It's an Olympic sport. I guess. You could have said lacrosse, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you get the gist now. I get the gist. All right. I'm going to give you a different letter, and your wife cannot help you. Okay. She can't help you. Okay. 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 Your letter is B. B. Okay. As in boy. Country. Bermuda. Okay. City. Boston. Animal. Bat. Body part. Butt. <laughs> Job. Uh, job start with a B. Ten. 
Broker. Uh, brand. Start with a B. Big baller brand. Is that a thing? Sure. Yes. <laughs> Famous person. Famous person. Yes. Big Frida. Okay. Clothing. Starts with a B. Uh huh. Bra. Okay. Chemical element. Oh, starts with a B? B. You better phone your wife. Ten, nine, eight. No, I should ask your wife. There's a date. There's a date. Is that a chemical element? That's a chemical. It's on the chemical part of the can. Now he holding up a pop can, y'all, to try to figure out. I'll accept it. And uh, sport that starts with B. Basketball. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> sure. We'll do. We'll take it. We'll take it. Congratulations, Fonte. You're, 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 you're smarter than the thing. Okay. Woo. All right. Do you want to give me one? You want to write down the, what the what the categories are? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Remember. It is country, city, animal, body part, job, brand, famous person, clothing, chemical element, sport. Clothing, chemical element. Yep. Mean sport. And then just oh, give me give me a random letter. The letter H. H. Country. Holland. Okay. City. Uh Houston. Animal. Uh hamster. Body part. Hand. Job. Handyman. Brand. Hallmark. Okay. Famous person. Uh, you really don't have an H for a famous person? I, I can't think of the red. Uh, 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 white boy. Uh, white boy. Uh, uh, Heather Hatley. I don't know who that is, but okay, let's. Well, I don't either. Harry Styles. I just knew you was gonna say that. Clothing. Clothing. Um. Hat. Hot? Oh, a hat. Okay. Hat. Chemical element. Helium. And a sport. Hockey. Boom. Right on the money. All right. You did it. I cannot believe you didn't get Harry the H with Harry Styles. I don't know. That's why I did this. I was like, 
Come on. He's on my fucking wall, too. I'm stupid. It's all right. It's okay. I wanted to say Hannah Montana for some reason. (laughs) I mean, she technically is a famous person, but that would have been wrong because she was a fictional character. Correct. (laughs) All right, Monte. We've reached the end. Where can the people find you? Y'all can find me at DJ Cannon 1993 on Instagram. You can find me at King Cannon 93 on Snapchat and Devontae Cannon on Facebook. And you can also cash out a nigga because it's a nigga birthday on Thursday. Mr. Cannon 1-2, if you're feeling generous. You ain't got to, but I'm going to just throw the shit out there. Open up your pockets and, right. and open up your pockets and bless the needy. And bless the needy. Okay, so I guess next week we'll definitely have to talk about your birthday. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, and I, you guys can find me at Joshua the Wordsmith on all the things. Um, follow me on TikTok. I'll be on there like all the time. And now, oh, I didn't even tell you, Bronte, like all the, the my coworkers that found my TikTok. Damn. Yeah, I know. It's bad. <laughs> but hey, it, it is what it is. Um, anyways, until next time, Vante, hit us with the outro, brother. We want to thank y'all. You were just now listening to Letting It Loose with Vante and Josh. Peace out. Yeah, they're...